Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show and the broadcast of the Doug Hagman Report. We will be on the this will be on the Doug Hagman Report and uh, just wanted to encourage everybody and thank you for tuning in and listening today to our show. It's going to be an awesome show today, so I encourage everybody to buckle your seatbelts, get ready. There's a whole lot of stuff going on, and we're going to hit the ground running today with a whole lot of news. So hope you enjoy and you're ready to go. Other Otherwise, how are you doing this morning, Dad? Austin, doing absolutely wonderful today. And again, I also want to welcome the Hagman listeners this morning. Uh, really good to have you with us. Uh, Doug basically is taking a much-needed day off, and we have decided, and he's asked us to do his show for him today. And so we're going to simulcast the Ted and Austin Brower Show and the Hagman Report today. So, guys, welcome to the show. Real quick report just came out from Breitbart. It said, Afghan's booming meth industry may rival its heroin trade. Now, I'm going to make some comments about this in just a second, but let me read you what it says. Afghanistan is emerging as a significant global producer of methamphetamine, according to a study published on Tuesday by the European Monitoring Center for Drugs and Drug Addiction. Afghan drug traffickers have in recent years discovered that the Fedra plant, commonly found growing wild in certain parts of the country, can be easily cultivated to create ephedrine, the key component of the drug methamphetamine. Known as crystal meth, methamphetamine is a cheaper drug than heroin, which has long been at the heart of the Afghan's highly lucrative illegal drug trade, which I will add produces $1.5 trillion of Afghan heroin every single year, encompassing 1,000 square miles of poppy production. Now they're growing the ephedra plant, and they're going to be rivaling the $1.5 trillion in methamphetamines. According to the EMCDD report, Afghan's emerging meth trade is growing rapidly, meaning it could eventually rival the country's established heroin industry. The realization that you could produce methamphetamines from a wild crop in the mountains has been a fundamental game changer. Dr. David Mansfield, lead author of the EMCCDDA study, told the BBC on Tuesday. An expert on Afghan's drug industry, Dr. Mansfield explained that drug traffickers in the country previously extracted ephedrine from expensive imported medicines, this is like Sudafed, their recent discovery that the ephedrine plant grows wild in Afghanistan has enabled them to use the crop, a far cheaper alternative source of ephedrine, and some simple chemistry to create meth. Now, why is this a problem for the United States? Why is this a problem for the world? Here's why. The United States knows and supports, through our military, the drug trade in Afghanistan. The CIA and the Pentagon control foreign policy, including supporting the drug trade in Afghanistan. We've known for years and years and years that we've had literally hundreds of square miles of poppy being cultivated in Afghanistan. Under Obama, it was approximately 500 square miles. Under Trump, it's approximately 1,000 square miles of Afghan poppy being cultivated. So here's the question. Here's the rub. Here's what you have to ask yourself. Why in the world is the United States allowing Afghanistan to produce this? Simple question. This goes back to Ali North. It goes off talk, goes right back to the CIA with a drug trade out of South and Central America back in the 80s and the 70s and all the way back all the way into the 60s with the heroin trade out of Southeast Asia, one of the primary reasons of the Vietnam War. 
What we have happening right now in the world is organized crime has worked together to create a huge, huge distribution network of heroin and now apparently methamphetamines coming out of the Afghan area. Now think about it for a second. If you already have the supply channel set up in Afghanistan for $1.5 trillion worth of heroin, making it the third largest commodity in the world behind oil and natural gas, how easy is it to throw another drug on top of your supply chain? Much of this drug is trafficked throughout the world on C-130 transport planes via our United States Air Force, via the CIA, into what we call a thousand leaf pad bases all over the world, which are United States military bases, which basically escape all customs declaration and inspections of all cargo. From that point on, it is transmitted to organized crime, who then distributes to their dealers all over the world, and then that money is refunneled back through the international banking cartels to support the drug trade and support this black operations. This has been going on for a long, long time. It started with Chiang Kai-shek basically supplying poppy to his people and his troops in China back in the 40s, 1940s. And our CIA had been the OSS, goes up to Chiang Kai-shek and they ask him, how are you supporting this giant group of people with all of these armaments and all of these tanks and all of these weapons? And he said it was from the sale of heroin. We then used that money initially to fund Operation Gladio in Europe and then fund Operation Condor in South America. And it has escalated from that point until now. It has become an entity of its own that's controlling the world commerce and world distribution of illicit drugs, now including methamphetamine and heroin, both coming out of Afghanistan, both running through the same supply chains. This is where we find ourselves. With the international bankers laundering all of this money, again, it's the international banking community, it's the Federal Reserve Banks that control the entire planet through debt and through monetary distribution and through the funding of different governments and regimes and the destruction of different governments and regimes by compromising their election. So this is a very interesting course of events, Austin. I had not known about the meth trade coming out of Afghanistan until this past weekend, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to cover this on the show today, and I'm going to go ahead and break it to both the Brower listeners and the Hagman listeners, because this is a major problem. So if you think you've seen methamphetamines on the street, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is going to be going out through the CIA, via the international drug cartels, including the Italian Mafia, the Jewish Mafia, the Russian Mafia, the Chinese Mafia, and all organized crime syndicates globally. What do you think about this current update, Austin? This is huge, and this is another reason why we have constantly seen the absolute pushback on removing troops out of Afghanistan. We've already known and seen for the last decade that the alleged terror war in Afghanistan was a complete and total failure, the same way that it was when Russia tried to invade Afghanistan and basically take them over. The country is very resilient. It's got massive amount of armaments and the land mass and individuals that live there really don't want to go quietly into the night, as we have seen. And now, we know now that the whole entire aspect and reason of being in Afghanistan was not to curb terrorism, but it's to simply protect the poppy field. That's why if you talk to infantry on the ground, or basically cavalry on the ground that's in Afghanistan, they'll tell you, if they're honest with you, they're not allowed to run through the poppy fields. They have to sign waivers and everything else. They cannot molest the poppy fields. They're not allowed to drive through them and tear them up and drop ordnance on them or anything like that. It's protected crop over there, and now we see more than likely the ephedra plant is probably in that same list and category of what's going on as well. So again, it's important 
that everybody understands as at the same time we're seeing this massive depression in the United States that's done intentionally by the bankers via the COVID excuse. We see more and more people that are basically on unemployment, more and more people that are going hungry, depression rates, suicide rates, all of which are going to the roof. It's that much more important right now to do the best you can to stay as healthy as you can and stay away from a lot of compounds, obviously illicit compounds for sure, but also a lot of other food compounds that can cause your body and your brain to not function as well and also cause issues with blood sugar and mood swings, such as high fructose corn syrup, refined carbohydrates that are really, really aggressive as far as with glyphosate and other compounds of that. There's also a few different supplements like 5-HTP, B-complex, and omega-3 fats that are all crucial in maintaining proper brain functioning. Because I've gotten, I've got more emails probably than I ever have before, Dad, this year of people calling me up saying, man, you know, I'm just... I'm down right now. I'm trying to get through this. Is going on. I get it. Like, this whole entire year has been just, it's been one of those years. I don't, it needs no introduction, put it that way. And so I get it. So, I mean, it's prudent right now that everybody stay prepared and keep your brain and keep your body as healthy as possible. And for all of our listeners and for all of our Hagman listeners, I want to give everybody the update on it because I've gotten emails and phone calls. Yes, we have a Thanksgiving sale going on right now. Thanks 5, T-H-A-N-K-S, and the number 5, no spaces. That's 5% off store-wide. Four-pack buckets of food, three-pack specials, kits, you name it. If it's on our website, it's on sale for 5% off, even on top of other discounts, which we rarely ever do due to margin cost on our products. So if you guys want to jump on something, right now is the time, and we thank you again for the support. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. Earlier this week, I read the report of what was going on in New Mexico, and apparently the numbers are escalating rapidly as far as essential businesses and grocery stores that are being shut down. The number now is at a dozen grocery stores around the state have been forced to close for a minimum of two weeks because of a public health order issued by Governor Michelle Grissom at a time when the state's residents are suffering from record high unemployment and food insecurity, the critics say. More than 25 essential businesses have been shut down as of this week, including 12 grocery stores, Walmart, Albertsons, Smith Food and Drug Center, New Mexico Food Distribution, and essentially what's happened is now they the governor put in an edict that if four or more people in a store employees test positive for a rapid PCR COVID test which we've already talked in detail I've gone in detail and so has Ted about how unbelievably inaccurate these tests are even the manufacturers and makers of the PCR test the original maker developer of it came out and said this test is not designed to specifically pinpoint a SARS COVID test it's not at all it's designed to pick up on a viral particle and expand on it it should never be used to test specifically for one virus and conclude that person has it but regardless the governor has now said if four people in a store test positive for a PCR test, that whole store has to shut down for a minimum of two weeks. does not even matter if it's a grocery store. Now, the issue that I have with this is that New Mexico is one of the leading states with unemployment and hunger. Access to food purchase is now so limited because of another order issued by this. New, Mexico, New Mexicans are now waiting outside, standing in line for up to two hours, local news reports indicates, 
on top of the closures, the governor also added in that even stores, grocery stores, essential businesses, doesn't matter how big they are, they are limited to 75 people inside the store. So, of course, grocery stores have begun limiting capacity to comply with this mandate. Less than six months after the state shutdown began, a report by Feeding America found that New Mexico was one of the worst food insecure states in the country. Feeding America found in a recent report the organization saying now the numbers are going to be roughly 434,570 individuals, including 162,000 children, or 21% of the state population, do not have adequate access to nutritious food in New Mexico. This is honestly a human rights issue. This is now a serious problem. The New Mexico governor has gotten completely out of control. And the fact that the state already has such an unemployment and food problem, and she's going in now and shuttering businesses like grocery stores, tells me one thing. This is a concerted effort to break America down and take it to its knees. Food has been and always will be one of the number one used tools to control a populace. You can go back into history books as far as you can read. Food has always been used as a tool to control the populace. That's why I greatly encourage people, make sure you have food stored up. Even if you can't go buy the organic food buckets that we have, Go buy some canned food. Go buy some beans and rice and store them properly. Go buy anything that you can store up if you're basically on an extreme budget. I'm telling you right now, and I've said this for months, the food supply chain is going to be coming to a screeching halt, and it appears New Mexico is being used as a beta test because there's no legitimate purpose whatsoever to be shutting down full-size grocery stores and not allowing them to be open when you have a state this hit with a food insecurity problem and this is what we have going on right now in this, in this country, my friends. This is why it's so important that everybody stand up and speak your mind and stand your ground with this. Keep your business open. There are so many states right now that are trying to go out and knock people off their feet. Now you have COVID-19 compliance units in Maryland going around basically finding businesses if they're not in full compliance. They're called high-visibility COVID compliance units, announced by Governor Larry Hogan, who's the same Larry Hogan I brought up earlier this week that said you do not have a constitutional right not to wear a mask, which is a complete and total lie and fabrication. He now says that these compliance units will be led also with state troopers in coordination with local officials. The units will focus on educating the public about existing orders and protocols, preventing events and taking enforcement action when necessary, and patrols would continue throughout the holiday season. The units will monitor crowd sizes, mask wearing, and social distancing. Hogan has taken a particularly harsh stance toward rule breakers, insisting residents have no right to refuse to wear a mask during this crisis, which as we now know from dozens of emails I've gotten from customers and listeners, medical fields, doctors, nurses, physicians all across the country, there is not a COVID pandemic right now whatsoever. We now know and we've been repeatedly told and as we have seen that the numbers they continue to bring in are completely and totally fabricated. Patients in hospitals for any reason are counted as a COVID hospitalization if they test positive, even with no symptoms whatsoever at all. So please, please be aware of what's going on. 
Dad, what do you think about this that's going on right now up in New Mexico and over in these other states, like, you know, as far as we're seeing? Well, Dawson, it's obvious that, you know, the United States is in the middle of a, a massive COVID pandemic lockdown destruction of the republic. That's all this is. It's absolutely ridiculous that we're in a situation that grocery stores are being closed for a non-epidemic. I mean, if we had a real epidemic going on, we'd have dead bodies laying in the streets. I mean, just the other day, you know, we had a, both of our wives. My wife was, we went to local, they both went to local business independently of one another, and they're both accosted about not wearing a mask. Sharon was able to convince the person who was basically accosting her that she was going to come in without a mask on, and your wife herself went to the same business a few days later with your two children and was basically thrown out, told to leave because she wouldn't put a mask on. So you and I yesterday or on Wednesday went over there before Thanksgiving to basically see what would happen to us. And I will be happy to say that we walked around. I had my camera in my hand, video ready to record, thinking that we were also going to be thrown out of the store and have law enforcement called. And quite frankly, nothing happened. We walked around. Walked around, <laughs> walked around, and nobody said anything to us about mask compliance. Except I was pontificating to one of the ladies in the store, and I asked her if they'd had enough of the masks yet. And she worked there. She says, we've had enough of it. We don't want to wear the mask. We, we're basically over this. And I said, well, look, well, you know, it increases the risks of bacterial pneumonia. It increases the risks of O2 deprivation. It increases the risks of CO2 being elevated in the blood, which can cause acidosis in the system. And then suddenly a lady wearing a mask says, well, my husband's a doctor, and he says that we should wear masks. And, and basically, I've been wearing a mask since January or February, every time I go out into public. And I looked at her and I said, well, I, too, am a doctor. I, too, do research, and I absolutely disagree with your husband. Why don't you ask him about elevated acidosis, CO2 acidosis from elevated CO2 levels, metabolic acidosis, and she didn't have anything else to say to me. Now, here's what's interesting, and I thought this later, I was thinking in kind of a humorous way, well, we know that all these different diseases increase when you wear a mask, and maybe this guy really doesn't like his wife. <laughs> maybe he's telling her to wear a mask because he wants to uh, get rid of her. I don't know. I'm just speculating now, guys. But here's the thing. Why in the world are people so set on putting a face diaper on when we know they don't work? We absolutely know that. Some of the initial studies trying to create COVID vaccines have caused massive, massive problems with lung inflammation, lungs filling with fluid, people dying, hyperimmune response. And now they're saying that if you get the vaccine, you can have so much viral shedding from the vaccine that you could actually infect other people with COVID after you've had the vaccine, even if they've been vaccinated, even if you've been vaccinated, you could still be a spreader. What kind of nonsense is this? Why would we want to take that vaccine? Now they're saying they found thousands of variants of this COVID virus, supposedly. So let me ask you guys a question. If there's thousands of variants of this virus already, out there, it's already mutated to that many different forms, how are you possibly going to develop a vaccine for all the variants? It doesn't work that way. This vaccine is, again, just another massive bloodletting of the United States and pulling more and more cash out of our country as they continue to pull the assets, the net worth, the cash out of the United States, creating more and more debt for the people of the United States, destroying the very economy. Why? Why? because they want to bring in their new world order. Very, very, very 
set on doing that. By the way, Tulsi Gabbard has now urged Donald Trump, and I have to agree with her on this one, to pardon both Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. Representative Tulsi Gabbard has called on President Donald Trump to pardon the national security agent whistleblower Edward Snowden and WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange before he's set to leave office on January the 20th. I completely and totally agree with her on this. The Hawaiian Democrat took to Twitter to highlight her own video message from October the 6th and suggested that Trump use his presidential pardon power to grant clemency to the men, both of whom have been charged under the Espionage Act of 1917. The president recent pardon of National Security Advisor and retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn appears to have prompted Gabbard's comments, pled, pled guilty to lying to the FBI in 2017, but later sought to withdraw that plea. You know, guys, you know, as we talk about all this stuff, and we go into detail about all this stuff, we have to start to realize that this entire news cycle is complete and total communist fabrication. That's all it is. The socialists, the communists, the same guys who overthrew the government in Russia with Tsar Nicholas and had and his family killed and assassinated with Stalin and Lenin, the same international banking cartels that financed all of that, they're financing all of this. And they control this narrative. As Otto Kahn said, one of the founding members, back to you, know, he was one of the directors, owners of Kuhn Lieb, which became the Federal Reserve Bank. He basically said that they control, these Kabbalist Luciferians control the earth by holding it by its axis to determine the very course of human existence and basically they control both sides of the narrative and we've seen that now with you know with Tucker Carlson with Fox and guys we told you years and years ago that Fox was not who you thought they were they're again a Kabbalist controlled Luciferian agenda news organization so we have to understand who these guys are now we have a Instagram account. It's ST Brower. That's S as in Sharon, T as in Ted Brower, B R O E R, at Instagram. And we teach you guys and send you news stories and give you updates. And Sharon always tries to send a positive message from Austin and I and from Sharon. So, guys, please sign up for the ST Brower Instagram account. And remember, we have the Thanks Five coupon available right now. We don't do this very often. It's like once a year that we put everything on sale on our website including the kits, which are already heavily discounted. So, guys, listen to me. This is really important. And we see this right now in New Mexico, and we're seeing it all over the country. Food is going to be one of the primary things they're going to use to control the masses. They're going to say, we have food in our FEMA camp. We have food in this camp over here that you can go to, and we can go ahead and make sure you and your family are taken care of. But as you know, when you come into the camp, you're going to have to go through a metal detector, which they probably won't tell you when they pick you up at the bus, and they'll say you have to be disarmed because you can't have any armaments in the camp. These are going to be concentration centers, concentration camps of dissonance, of people who don't want to go with the flow of the United States, who don't want to be told what to do. Here's where we have found ourselves now in the United States of America. So guys, Austin's right. Yes, restorable food. We've got the organic food in stock right now. We've got health products, nutrition products in stock right now. And remember, guys, this our multiple powder is one of the most important things that you can put into your inventory to take every single day. I just took two scoops of it a few minutes ago, and it really is the best multiple vitamin that I've ever seen, and it really gives you a lot of energy. Because, guys, if you're eating storable food and you don't have access to vitamin supplements, you're going to be really, really careful not to run into nutritional and vitamin and mineral deficiencies, and that's one of the reasons you need to have some vitamins stockpiled. Now, I'm not talking about 
a 10-year supply of vitamins because they won't last that long. But at least a year to two years of supplements stored up in case something happens and the pea soup hits the fan. Which, by the way, this is pretty much the pea soup hitting the fan right now. I warned you guys that we were going to be under, that the Kabbalists believe, the guys who run the planet through the Federal Reserve Banks, that you know we were going to be under the side of Mars and Scorpio for October, November, and we're going to have maximum chaos in the United States. I told you that six months ago. We also told you we were going to have a contested election, which we're still having, and people are now saying, well, what's, the, what's going to be the outcome? Well, it depends on what the Kabbalists want. It depends on how much energy they can put into this and how much destruction they can create out of it. If they elect Donald Trump, if they put him in power again, the left is going to go insane. And if you're in a big city, in a democratically controlled stronghold, or in a state that's democratically controlled, I can guarantee you you're going to have some side effects, some bad blowback if Donald Trump's put back into office. Joe Biden goes into office, they win too, because both Gabbard and Biden, basically, not, not Gabbard, uh, Camilla and, and Harris and, and Biden, they both you know, are hardcore socialist communists. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But guys, stay frosty, stay prepared. And like Austin said, you got to make sure you got food. You got to make sure you've got supplements. Austin, what's your next story? No, you're exactly right. And what everybody, and I encourage, I continue to encourage everybody right now, keep your business open if you're a small business owner. There's all types of legal aspects that you can use to fight this. And Ian, up at Atlas Fitness of the gym up in New Jersey, I've told you guys, I have a poster, a photo that Sharon is posting on her Instagram right now that he has and dozens of other businesses have now been using all over the country. Understand that these COVID compliance officers, law enforcement officers, they do not have the right to enter your premises unless you give them permission or unless they have a valid constitutional Fourth Amendment warrant signed by a judge with proper jurisdiction showing probable cause and specific places or things to be searched. Understand that. That is a fallacy that so many people have fallen into now, that they think just because somebody's wearing a badge, they have the right to barge into your business unannounced with no warrant and start dictating what you can and can't do with your business. You do not have to allow entry to anybody on private property. And there's been numerous cases, including... Circuit Court 1993, United States versus Lyons, that says the intruder who enters clothed in the robes of authority and broad daylight commits no less of an invasion of property rights than if he sneaks in the night wearing a burglar's mask. Henders versus United States, Federal Circuit Court 1991, the right to exclude is universally held to be a fundamental element of property rights. Another one, a right has long been recognized as one of the main attachments to property, the right to be able to deny service or individuals. This poster needs to be placed very clearly on your business. You can take a photo of it, you can look at it, you can print it, you can print it off yourself, but Sharon's putting it up on her Instagram page. Understand that nobody has the right to come into your business and dictate what you can and can't do without a search warrant. Now, if they say, we're the health department, we're going to come in, you don't have to let them in. Now, understand, there's going to be certain places there's going to be a lot more blowback than others. Other places may be like, okay, whatever. Some places, they may come back. They may try to fine you. This is what happened up with Ian's gym up in New Jersey. They've been fined incessantly. But here's the thing about this, guys. If we continue as small business owners and Americans and patriots to continue to take a step back and sit on our hands and go, well, you know what? They told us we have to close, so we're just going to comply. 
how long are we going to keep taking this? How long are we going to keep doing this? Down here in Florida, we have no mask mandate. Our governor, DeSantis, just on Wednesday, again, re-signed and extended another executive order that said no city, county, or or city ordinance can come in and fine or basically sanction anybody for not wearing a mask. Now, private businesses, just like I read to you on that sign, have a right to say, no, you cannot come in here without a mask. Now, if you don't want to leave, you don't technically have to leave. Now, they can call the sheriff's department. And they can get you trespass warrant. It can escalate to that. So be prepared. But know your rights. People have to start becoming educated about what they're involved in, what they're doing, and what's being done to you. These clowns that are in some of these positions of power, they're going off of the notion that most people are going to blindly comply because they're ignorant. And it's working. Just like these stores like Albertsons, Walmart, they're shutting down New Mexico. If I was basically the GM or the franchise owner of these businesses, I would say absolutely not. We're in a state now that's having a massive, massive food shortage. People already can't eat. I'm not going to shut down a grocery store because four people allegedly tested positive on a PCR test that's 70% basically inaccurate that we've already seen now. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it at all. We're not going to continue to submit to a tyrannical regime. And now I'm very glad to see this. A U.K. travel agency has now said they're going to boycott Qantas over the no-vaccine, no-flight policy. If you guys remember last week, the CEO of Qantas Airlines, Alan Joyce, announced, and he said, and I quote, we are looking at changing our terms and conditions to say for international travelers that we will ask people to have a vaccination before they get on our aircraft. Which, I mean, that's, that is, <laughs> I don't even, this is no longer now an issue of private property and business. This is now demanding that you be forcibly injected with a compound that has known side effects. Other airlines, such as Korean Air, has also signaled they will be requiring a vaccine, while the entire industry in general appears to be moving towards a digital common pass to carry details of your vaccination status. However, backlash has already begun to occur all over the world. One travel agency in the U.K. said they will be blanketly boycotting Qantas over its vaccine policy. Tradewinds Travel posted a statement on their website asserting that bodily autonomy will regard, with regard to medical intervention is a personal choice and is not something that can ever be forced onto people by businesses. They said, we're not necessarily anti-vaccine, but we are pro-choice, and there's a huge difference between coercion and making a free choice, they said in the statement. The company also knows that Qantas Coach shares flights with Emirates to the Far East, and Emirates has not announced at all that it will follow the same policy, prompting the question, we wonder if this has been discussed with Emirates prior to the announcement of Qantas. Never before in the history of aviation has there been a requirement to have an injection before boarding any airplane without any legitimate purpose whatsoever. The company said they have received much support over the stance, and I am curious to see if Emirates goes along with this. Remember, Emirates deals with the Saudi royalty over there in the Middle East. Those guys are insanely wealthy. I mean, just stupid money. I mean, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a month in generated revenue with the oil fields and stuff over there. The kind of money that they just do whatever they want. They build, you know, 100,000 square foot palaces that they have to run around in and golf carts because you literally can't walk around them. They're so big. Now, a lot of those guys have private jets, but if you've ever seen photos of the United Emirates Airlines, they're one of the nicest airlines in the entire world. First class airlines, just for giggles one time, I went on their website website and was typing in from Florida to the EU over there, United Emirates, the UEA, to see what, you know, how much it would mean. A first class flight from Florida to Emirates, no nonstop, 
first class, which they give you your own room. You get your own private room. It's pretty cool. It was $18,000 for flight. One way was not round trip. That's the kind of money that these guys spend on flights. So we'll see if they're actually going to force some of these Saudi royalty to have to actually get vaccinated before they fly on these planes. I doubt they will. But again, it depends how compliant individuals are going to be. Also, to backlash in Brazil, President Je- Zar Bolsonaro said late this week, under no circumstances would he ever take a coronavirus. This is the Brazilian president, guys. He also now said for months he has questioned the seriousness of this pandemic and the way it's being counted. He's also expressed criticism over the effectiveness of wearing a mask during his speech, implying there's little conclusive evidence of the effectiveness of masks. And also, too, after the Denmark study, the basically randomized control study out of Denmark that said there is no true scientific correlation that wearing a mask prevents contracting coronavirus whatsoever. More and more people have been waking up, and he's also now been saying that Brazilians need not worry about being forced to receive the jab since the president does not intend to make receiving the vaccine mandatory. So i got to give this guy kudos down in Brazil. Now, of course, just like something the CIA would do, we're probably going to try to throw you know a coup on Brazil now and try to throw him out and put another puppet in charge down there because that's what our foreign policy loves to do whenever a president doesn't do what we want in a country. We essentially make them public enemy number one. We sanction them into an oblivion and then we do a full-blown revolt, communist revolt, and do a, uh, you know, like a Bolshevik revolution, throw them out, and then put in a puppet. We've seen that in the Middle East now that it's happened dozens of times. And on top of that, we now see social media platforms, which I have long warned about the level of control these individuals have gotten over our country. That's why I continue to tell people, get the truth out there. This is why we tell people spread the show, forward our show, sign up for our free weekly newsletter on our website if you want to do that. I mean, we encourage people to do that. Every single day we send out shows with show notes and links and specials, all types of stuff on the emails. We need to have the ability to communicate with everybody in the compatriot community in the United States to encourage one another but also get the truth out there. And as we've seen now with Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, all across the board, these guys are cracking down. And we've been warning about this for years. And, of course, our do-nothing Congress, who's pretty much bought and paid for, especially the fact that a large percentage of them are dual Israeli citizens. I still don't even know how that works in the United States, how you can be a U.S. Congress and still hold a passport for Israel as a dual citizen. Never agree with that. I don't know how that's actually legal. But now the United Nations has officially joined the World Economic Forum this week to announce a global coronavirus news network service, declaring the time has come for new social norms to seek out and correct wrong information. The organization announced Thursday they want to combat dangerous information. What does this sound like again? Doesn't this sound like social media regurgitated three, four years ago after the Russian collusion hoax that we heard all about for years and years on end? There was absolutely nothing. They go on to say here, Melissa Fleming, chief of global communications for the UN, said when COVID-19 emerged, it was clear from the onset that it was not just a public health emergency, but a communications crisis as well. The UN is encouraging social media influencers to help spread what is select as real news about the pandemic, recruiting them into tens of thousands to spread the digital messages that you in itself is deemed necessary. She goes on to say, so far, we've recruited 110 
thousand information volunteers and we equip these information volunteers with a kind of knowledge about how information spreads and ask them to serve as a kind of digital first responder in those places where misinformation travels. Did you just hear what I said, guys, what Melissa Fleming just said? What they're saying is they've hired 110,000 trolls. That's what they are. These are Internet trolls. And what they do is they go around now, and this is what they're paid to do. She said they're information volunteers. I don't buy that for one second. They're getting some type of monetary repayment. This is what they do. And I've talked to numerous people that have worked in social media, and they talk about this. They hire independent trolls. They're independent people. And their job is to sit on social media all day. And any time an article or news story comes up that's basically factual, that questions a narrative about vaccines, that questions a narrative about masks or the pandemic, they, A, they immediately flag it as spam. Now, that doesn't necessarily bring it down immediately, but if enough trolls do it, it'll block, the, it'll block basically the post. If not, it'll basically put a big warning on it like Twitter does. Then what these trolls do is they go into the comment section. You can see this very prevalently now, and you can always tell the troll accounts because it's an account with like usually a weird photo. They have on their, their page very few legitimate posts. You can tell basically it's a troll page. And what they do is anytime somebody posts a statement or a comment or questions a narrative and says, listen, why does – the Pfizer vaccine have to, for COVID have to be stored at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit. What in the world is in this that is so volatile that makes it have to be frozen this cold? The trolls grow through. They go, oh, we have another vaccine denier. And then what they'll do is they'll flag my post if I put something like that. They'll rebuttal with it to some asinine comment like, you're the dumbest individual I've ever seen. I can't believe you'd even question the efficacy of a vaccine. Vaccines are really good for you. You need to stop spreading false information. Then what they'll do is they'll notify multiple other trolls that they have, and they'll come in and attack my post. And before long, you've got 20 different comments below your comment literally criticizing you, just completely running you into the ground, every single thing you say, and if you try to rebuttal anything, they jump on you further. This is what the United Nations is blatantly telling us they just built with 110,000 information fact checkers, allegedly, to go in and serve as a digital first responder where misinformation travels. So again, I reiterate, make sure you're getting the news out there. Make sure you're speaking your mind and you're standing your ground. It is more important now than ever that everybody gets as active as they can, whether it be in social media, whether it be in person, whether it be at businesses, whether it's maintaining your business. It is crucial you stand up and speak your mind for what's really going on right now because if our voices are not heard and we do not show them with overwhelming majority that we are not going to go quietly into the night, they're going to steal roll us into the ash heaps of history and America is going to go down as the country that went quietly into the night I'm not going to be a part of that group and I know a lot of you aren't so I encourage everybody continue to stand on your feet hold your head high and be a proud American and speak the truth Dad. Uh, you know you are you're right Austin and, and you know we saw that a couple of weeks ago we had that huge rally for Donald Trump up in DC when well yep. over a million some people some people say over 2 million people showed up all of a sudden the globalists who run the planet like through the United Nations which is a Rothschild developed organization an offshoot of the League of Nations basically complete and total put together through the Rockefeller Rothschild group they basically saw that the United States had 
millions of people willing to go to Washington, D.C. at their own expense and not go quietly into the night. Now, back to the airplanes as far as requiring COVID shots in the Saudi royal family. They'll probably declare some type of diplomatic immunity to avoid having to go through the COVID shots. Plus, like you said, they already have a whole bunch of private jets they fly around in. And when they run out of space on their private jets, and I have seen this personally, because one time we were flying to Europe, to England, and we were able to get upgraded seats to first class, which was really kind of fun, guys. If you ever get a chance to do it, it's a blast. And what ended up happening, about eight or nine Saudi royal family, they were from the Emirates, uh, came in from a different country, but it's basically the same group of Arabs to work together over there in the Middle East with OPEC. They had about eight or nine of their people who they could not get on their private jet flying first class on either British or American airline. I don't remember which one it was, but it was interesting to me that these people travel like this. I remember one time Austin and I were in Munich, and it was in the summertime, and they had left Arab Emirate or Saudi or wherever they were from, and they had literally taken half of the Weston Hotel in downtown Munich and had taken over the entire hotel, and there was like a group of cars parked out front. They had Lamborghinis and Rolls Royces and Ferraris. I mean like a dozen, 15, 20 cars parked out front, and there was one guy outside. All he did was all day long was to polish the cars, wash the cars, and dust the cars. So whenever they came out of the hotel, the car would be ready to go and pulled up for them out front. The money these people have is absolutely staggering. And the lifestyles they have is really amazing, too, because, you know, I'm not a big advocate of pork. I don't eat pork. Pork's not the other white meat. It's the other toxic meat. The World Health Organization, one of their true statements, has said pork is one of the primary causes of cancer globally, so you should never, ever eat pork. And I'll never forget, you're in Germany, and they eat a lot of pork in Germany, and we're upstairs in the buffet, the lounge of the hotel, where if you were a platinum guest or a titanium guest, you could have a snack throughout the day at no cost and there were no pork products whatsoever on this snack bar because they said the Arabs had said absolutely no pork whatsoever at our snack bar because the Arabs find that as to be an unclean meat which is what the Bible says that it is so it's interesting to me that they have that type of power and that kind of authority and that type of clout but you know Austin's right you know, we've got to look at who's doing this. And one of the reasons Austin's brought up the dual Israeli citizens is this. We have to understand that almost all the dual Israeli citizens in Congress are hardcore Democrats. Most of them are socialist communists. Yep. Uh, Israel was founded as a communist socialist country. That's what it is. We, through our tax dollars, subsidize Israel to about $35,000 per person per year on the straight stuff we give Israel every single year. Now, I know a lot of evangelicals out there are saying, well, it doesn't matter. We've got to support Israel. Okay. Well, remember, Tel Aviv is the number one homosexual destination in the world. Just remember that. And also remember that the Kabbalists who run Israel, because the Rothschilds are all Kabbalists, their fiefdom, they believe that the finest form of human being can be a hermaphrodite. They believe that God was a hermaphrodite in the beginning and that Adam and Eve were hermaphrodites. They actually believe this crazy stuff. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making it up. I don't believe any of this stuff. This is what they believe. And so they believe that if you're homosexual, you're one closer to being a hermaphrodite. Or if you're bisexual, you're one closer to being a hermaphrodite. Or if you're a transgender, you're one close step, or, step closer to God by being a hermaphrodite. That's why these types of lifestyles are encouraged in Israel. They say, well, that's horrible. Guys, you can look it up. Decide it for yourself. Decide on what you want to do. But the reality is I don't care if a citizen is from Russia, China, Israel, Germany, England, France, Spain. I don't care. If you're a dual anything citizen with any other country 
other than the United States and you're a dual citizen, you don't belong in our Congress, especially if you're a hardcore Democrat communist. That is something that we can't put up with. But again, how do you change that? The only way you change that, I discussed it on last week's show, is you got to have term limits. Because without term limits, these guys can't be taken out of office, and they will not allow themselves to vote for term limits. So you have to go in at the grassroots level, and you got to take these long-term congressional people out until you get enough people in there to impose term limits. That's it. By the way, Peter Schiff says the real villain in all of this is the Fed. And, you know, I've said this repeatedly, that the Federal Reserve Bank is the only group of people, these Rothschild Kabbalists, that could shut down the entire world economy to slow down the velocity of money to prevent hyperinflation, to try to sustain the petrodollar for as long as they possibly can if they can bring in their digital currency. That's the only way to do it because if you have a, a high velocity of money, what's going to happen is you're going to have hyperinflation like they did in the Weimar Republic. They learned it the hard way. But nobody else has this type of authority globally. So we told you guys that the coronavirus isn't going to go away after the election in the United States. I had so many people send me emails and argue with me about that. It's all fake and it's going away. It's basically a democratic ploy to unseat the Donald Trump. I'm like, well, wait a minute. They've also shut down Germany and France and England. Why do you think they care about our election with Donald Trump and Joe Biden? This is an international banker takeover is what it is. Now, here's an interesting thing, because Yellen now is going to go back in underneath George, George under, under Biden, Joe Biden, and says, here's a quote from uh, Schiff. It says, the Treasury is bare. We've got nothing in there by IOUs. And Yellen's real job is to manage the debt and help America go deeper into debt and by helping us sell our bonds and lenders to lenders around the world. But that's going to be a very difficult thing to do right now because the people are smartening up. They don't want to buy United States bonds. So the buyer is going to be the Fed itself. That's like a banana republic. And that's why this cozy relationship is that much more dangerous because the Treasury is going to be selling its debt directly to the Federal Reserve because the Federal Reserve is the only one dumb enough to buy it. That's where we find ourselves. They don't care that Biden's president. They don't care if Trump is president. They care about the Fed as long as that money machine keeps going. And in fact, anything that Biden or Trump does to weaken the economy just guarantees more monetary stimulus to supposedly deal with the weakness in the economy. And what's supposedly bad for Main Street is great news for Wall Street. And that's what's being celebrated. And it needs to be held accountable for the fallout from the explosions of the bubbles that they inflate. The Federal Reserve has caused all of this stuff. I called this out back in February of March of this year. Austin did too. And I said the Fed is the only group of people. Now, remember, the Fed are the Rothschilds. They're the international banker, Kabbalists. They control pretty much every single central bank in the entire world, except for like Syria and Iran in North Korea. And, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be at war against all of those people, aren't we? Because they're not marching to the tune of the Fed. So, guys, it's a major, major problem that we found ourselves in. And, guys, all of this stuff and so much more news is always being posted at the ST Brower Instagram account. S is in Sharon, T is in Ted, Brower, B-R-O-E-R, at Instagram. And Austin's right also. We've got to have a way to contact you guys. Because what they're doing now with these 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 trolls they've signed up with the United Nations, which this is the Rothschild organization, they're basically going in and they're trying to discredit everything and everybody's 
comments that people make and also videos that they make. Now, if that wasn't strong enough, if you disable the comments section now, Twitter or YouTube or whatever the other organization is controlled by these international bankers simply takes your video down or basically blackballs your site and shadow bans you. So if the trolls can't get to you because you've disabled the comments, they just take the entire post down. We have the entire Ted Dawson Brower YouTube channel taken down. It's like Hagman has two by these clowns, but ours was done three years ago this January. So I know about social media and basically getting basically blackballed. So it's really important that you sign up with the ST Brower account so we can stay in touch with you. I mean, it really, really is. And sign up at healthmasters.com for our newsletter. We'll have your email address. I talked to a woman this past week. She had 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. She kept getting strikes. Finally, they yoked her, took her down. And she had not captured the email addresses. Had not captured them. So they had no way, she had no way to contact her listeners and her supporters again because she had lost the entire channel. Guys, we can't allow that to happen. Go to healthmasters.com, sign up for our emails. We're not going to belong to barrage. You get like one email a day. And, we, and that's a, basically what that is. is this a link to this show and any sales that we have on with Health Masters or any breaking news that we have to get out to you guys. So please sign up on that. But remember, the Fed is the real villain in all of this stuff. And guys, if we don't stand together, we're not going to make it in this country. We're not. Because they're controlling both sides of the party. Both sides of the party. By the way, the Supreme Court now has ruled that in favor of a Christian and Jewish groups who challenged New York's COVID restrictions on religious gatherings. As the new Justice Amy Barrett joins five to four majority in her first public vote. And of course, Judge Roberts basically went liberal on all of this too. And of course, we all know that he basically is a closet well, I should say he has other lifestyles that he prefers, and plus he was also on the list on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, which, by the way, remember, Jeffrey Epstein and both Ghislaine and her father are all Mossad. Always remember that, guys. That was released in the news over a year ago, and nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Everybody wants to pretend like that didn't happen. So here we find ourselves again. You know, today on the Ted Nelson Brower Show and the Hagman Report, trying to tell you guys who and what's in charge of all of this. Election, people are always asking me, who's going to win the election? And again, like I said earlier in the show, it all depends on who they want to win, who they'll get the most traction and the most chaos out of. Because remember, their mantra is, it always has been, out of chaos will come a new world order. And now they're coming in and saying that the Great Reset is another lie and that basically the Biden presidency now is being accused of being the Great Reset and they're already posting articles <laughs> about how this is a conspiracy theory and basically has no truth whatsoever and it's funny because they list the truth of what's going on it says it goes by the tag of the Great Reset and under its construct is a dystopian future the coronavirus pandemic pandemic is merely a means to enslave humanity and end capitalism, which is true. They're or the current form of capitalism. Biden's build back your better slogan is really a cover for a nefarious plotting of global cabal from Davos, Switzerland. It's 
really that's what it is, intent on abolishing private property, which is what they've stated they want to do, building prison camps for the dissenters who refuse to accept microchips, which they've already told us, that will read their thoughts, which they've already given us the technology that they have that already. Unbelievable. So they're telling you exactly what's going on. They're saying, this is a conspiracy theory. Ha, ha, ha. Why would you listen to anything these people are saying? This is exactly what they did, and they're using the same game plan they did with the Warren Commission and the Kennedy assassination report, the Warren report, the Warren Commission's report. And they said that we have conspiracy theorists to say the CIA and organized crime were involved in the killing of President Kennedy. Ho, 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 ho. It's what they do. And all of a sudden, everybody goes, this is conspiracy theorists. No, it's exactly what they do. They tell you what they did. They tell you it's a conspiracy. They laugh at you. They ridicule you. And if they get a chance, they'll take their 100,000 trolls, and they'll attack you. So this is where we find ourselves right now, in the midst of all of this, run by the international banking cartels, doing their best to bring in their new world order. Austin, what do you think, bud? Oh, that's, that's exactly what it is. And that's why I continue to encourage our listeners, our friends, our family, everybody that we come in contact with, encourage people, lift them up. You see somebody not wearing a mask? Tell them thank you for not wearing a mask. I do it all the time. So does Dad. Continue to speak up about what's going on. Dad and I have been, we're very vocal about stuff when we go everywhere because the problem is now the political correct ideology that was pushed under Obama was not done by accident back then. It was done very specifically to muzzle and castrate the general population from saying anything. That way it didn't matter what you said, if there was truth to it, all somebody had to say was, that's politically incorrect, that's a conspiracy theory, shut up you crazy neo-Nazi. And you're like, I am not a neo-Nazi, B, it wasn't politically incorrect, it was just the truth, and C, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's conspiracy fact, it's really what's going on. Nope, fake news, you're banned, and that's where it all started really aggressively, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse, to a point now we're reaching to where so many people are just blindlessly compliant with lockdowns, curfews, mandates, it's disturbing. It really is. I mean, now we see in New York, this happened in the middle of the week, 140,000 students, 140,000 students who attend State University of New York were required to test negative for COVID before they were permitted to leave campus for Thanksgiving break if they wanted to leave. A lot of which of them opted just to stay on because they didn't want to deal with it. The direction issued from the chancellor's office mandated that students self-administer a saliva swab diagnostic test and return that test for profit. Processing. They could not leave and were not permitted to leave campus until they had a negative test result. Are you kidding me right now? We're to the point where we're doing full-blown lockdowns on universities. You're not allowed to leave. You're not permitted to leave. You could not travel freely unmolested on your way unless you basically give us a DNA swab, which is what it is, by the way a saliva swab inside the cheek. Anybody ever talked to people that have done the 23andMe or any of these other ancestries? That's, that's a DNA swab. So where they're taking this, we know. The more we get the information out there, the more we can make a difference. The same thing now, like Chinese communist leader is now calling for countries across the world to accept a global COVID tracking system that uses QR codes in an attempt to expedite international travel. And of course, it's supposed to tie in to the global mechanism electronic barcode and tie into your medical history and of course, your vaccine status. So 
guys, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on right now. The writing's on the wall. And this is why we continue on this show every day to get the information out there, because it's on us. It's on our generation right now to stand up for truth and righteousness and freedom. It's on us. Nobody else is going to do it for us now. Um, the United States has become very compliant, very complacent. We just, you know what, we're in the country, we got great freedom, we do whatever we want, and we've gotten used to that now. We've enjoyed that. I know I have over the last 32 years of my life, but now the time has come that we're in the middle of a war. Whether we want to be or not, we're in the middle of a cold war right now, and it's about to turn into a hot war if we do not stand up and make ourselves heard and say we will not comply. So thank you so much, our Hagman listeners, our Health Masters listeners. Thank you for being our friends. Thank you for supporting our company. Thank you for supporting local companies that are standing up for what they believe in and standing their ground on this. We encourage everybody, shop locally, stay away from Amazon, continue to support your local businesses. If you need anything at all, healthmasters.com. Again, we have the Thanksgiving coupon code. It's thanks 5 5% off store-wide. Feel free to get anything you want on there. If you need to call us, we're open today, as we always are. 9 to 5 Eastern Standard Time. If you have any questions, need any advice on, you know, basically food or diet or supplements, you know, we do not give out medical or medication advice, so please be aware of that. But we continue to give everybody the highest quality health information we can. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Have a blessed Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Enjoy yourself. Stay strong. Speak your mind. And thank you for having a mask-free, non-socially distanced, free America that we all stand up for in this country. You guys have a blessed evening. We'll talk to you guys again next week.